Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. Hi, this is Caroline Stephen. Today is the finale of Talking Trading for 2021. And this year saw many guests as usual. I count about 17 new guests for the year alone. A few of the highlights this year for me was charting legend Peter L. Brand, who kicked off Talking Trading this year and is always a favourite guest of mine. Another favourite Everest climber Patrick Hollingworth, who once again touched the rooftop of the world with us. And probably the standout highlight this year for me was William Green, former Time magazine journalist. Educated at Eton and then Oxford, William, who had an accent to die for, travelled the world for many publications, including Time, and he interviewed presidents and prime ministers and the world's leading super investors. And William had one incredible story after another of literally sitting knee to knee with people like Charlie Munger, Warren Buffett's business partner, Vanguard's founder, Jack Bogle. And he talked about the similarities between the world's super investors, what links them all, and lessons he'd learned from them. This year, we touched on Chris Tate being a Navy SEAL. We spoke with Roman Bogomazov, principal of the well-known Wickoff Analytics. Coach Andrew McComb was a favourite guest of listeners. And we had several mentorees, Peter Munro, Peter Holzman, Jenny White. And they were prepared to bear their trading souls and speak candidly about their trading journey. A big thank you to Peter, Peter and Jenny. And now here are some highlights of this year's guests for 2021. Charting legend Peter L. Brandt. And with good money management, I, I, I really was able to settle in and, and make a career out of it. Even to this day, Colin, I, I sometimes pinch myself and wonder, wow, really? This is how I earn my living? I earn my living trading? I mean, how many people do that? I, it's, it's a crazy way that you're able to support yourself as a trader for as many years as I have. And, and I realize I've been really, really, really good at making money. Wealth manager, Kirk Chisholm. The way that I can look at Wall Street is this. Take 10 people, right? Uh, out of those 10 people, one person is going to do the research. They're going to get in there. They're going to get all the research. They're going to do all the digging. They're going to come up with a good theory. You know, it'll be solid. One person is going to do that research. The second person knows the person who did that research. The third person knows the person who knows the person who did the research. And everybody else hears about it at a cocktail party. That's basically Wall Street. Former Wallabies captain, Stephen Moore. 
but yeah, I was very nervous. You know, I remember I was I was playing with players who had won World Cups and you know played a hundred tests, and so I was, I was nervous. It was intimidating, but over time, when you prove yourself, you become more part of the fabric of the team, and and then it, you quickly become a leader. You know, that there's a there's an inflection point where you become a follower. But if you do the right things often enough, um, people start. Uh, following you, you know, and really that's the point when you've become a leader. So as soon as people are following you and, and you're leading by your actions and you're influencing people, then you're a leader. You know, it doesn't matter if you're not the captain, but you're a leader in the team and the team that has the most of those people will probably win. Investor Andrew Stotts. Well, I think the main message to you, and this is critical, don't complicate it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been in the world of finance for years and I say anytime that something gets complicated, something's wrong. Don't complicate it. You know, get a piece of paper, draw, draw a line down the middle, or write on the front and write on the back, risk and return, or get two pieces of paper, but just sit down and write. Don't type, don't waste any time, just have your cup of coffee and write it down. Podcaster, David Pasqualone. It's really, what's the vision? What's the plan? Let's stick to it and then adapt and overcome each day. Don't worry about too far ahead. I mean, you can have a 50 year plan, hundred year plan like Walt Disney, and that's great. But every day you have to work towards those little steps and the little metrics to get there. Chris Tate. The only rule in trading is you have to be intelligent enough to write a trading plan and then dumb enough to follow it. (laughs) It's that paradox. Everest climber, Patrick Collingworth. The most enjoyable and kind of challenging climbing on Everest is on the summit day because you're climbing along this ridge, the summit ridge, and you have a 3,000-metre three, 3, drop down into Tibet on your right-hand side and on your left-hand side, it's about a 2,500-metre drop. So the mountains do a couple of things, I reckon. Firstly, they totally kind of strip you back. You can't, you don't, you can't carry any false pretense in the mountains because that will just be exposed like straight away. I think everybody's walking, working around with various kind of cloaks over them or kind of, you know, projecting idealised uh, images of, of the self. But in the mountains, like, that's just, that's all bullshit. Like, it doesn't cut it. And so you kind of get stripped back a little bit. Chris Tate. People with high degrees of autonomy have been able to cope much better because one of the easiest ways to make people anxious is to remove either their sense of autonomy, their sense of purpose, or their sense of mastery. Traders are lucky in that we carry these around with us like a turtle, so they can't be taken from us. Trader and hedge fund manager, Roman Bogomazov. You need to get your skills to the level of such mechanization where it becomes an unconscious event for you during the trading day. If it's not going to be unconscious, you're going to be distracted. And the mistakes that you think that are mental mistakes could be those mechanical mistakes of trading. Practice. Get the knowledge and then practice it. Practice every day. Practice it through uh, some kind of repetition, through some kind of process that will establish a much more unconscious way of how you analyze the market and how you trade the market. And only then the emotionality of your own mental landscape will make sense in trading. And it will not be 
in the way of the mechanics of trading. Coach Andrew McCombs. See it in your mind with absolute clarity. So what does success look like for me? And it's different for everyone. So that's the first step. What does it look like? And then what does it feel like? Because the ultimate reason we want success in anything is because of the feelings it will give us. It's not actually to do with the thing, right? So let's say we want a Ferrari. Great trading is going to buy me a Ferrari. Why? What are the feelings it will give you? Accomplishment, success, uh, achievement. Trading game mentoree, Peter Munro. Um, I've been investing for 20 years, and over those 20 years, I've got an 11.8% compound return. Now, that doesn't sound very much, but if you take 100,000 and invest it for 20 years at that return, you end up with 930,000. So when interest works for you, uh, even at, at that sort of rate. Now, for trading, I started trading November 2017 when I finished the, the mentor program. So I've been doing it for three complete years and my compound return over those three years, it's 15.5%. So it's somewhat better than the investing returns. Roger Curie. If you know what factors are moving price and you look at all the combined influences on the market, you now have the ability to see what environment the market is in and therefore Is it, for instance, a cloudy day? Is it going to be stormy that day in the market, right? That's the choppiness. Is it going to be orderly? Is it going to have a nice flow? What direction is is it going in? Is it going, you know, up, down, or is it just going to be stuck sideways? Trading game mentoree, Peter Holzman. I have changed. And just writing that letter tonight, beginner trader self four and a half years ago, just highlights all the... Uh, learning that I've done, both psychological, emotional, as well as technical. And the reality is that anything that brings up emotions is an opportunity for personal growth and self-development. Trading brings up emotions in spades, and it's to do with the uncertainty. I cannot control um, the markets. Former Time magazine journalist, William Green. A huge part of the game is actually both controlling your own emotions and exploiting other people's emotions. Mm. And, and so when you were asking me before what, what links a lot of the greatest investors, one of the, one of the most obvious things that links all of them is the lack of emotion. So when I interviewed Jack Bogle, for example, 20 something years ago, the founder of, of Vanguard, he said to me, look, the, the, the idea of indexing is simplicity itself. He said, basically, when you have a, a middleman, a croupier, as he put it, scraping off money from the top every time you buy something, it eats away at your returns. And most people at the time totally dismissed the innovation of index funds. I mean, he, he at first, I think he raised something like $11 million for the first index fund. And people dismissed it as, as basically an exercise in mediocrity. How could you want to get the market return? It's so mediocre. And that, that observation of his, that, that lowering your expenses gives you a tremendous advantage, has led to Vanguard now managing more than $7 trillion. Estate lawyer, Jackie Broman. A lot of the disputes come down to two things. Either people are surprised by what's in the will because it actually hasn't been spoken about before, or the executor 
um, for some reason in the uh, family dynamics, there's some kind of control issue. And so it's the dynamic of the family that already exists that then plays out all over again. Who's still upset because someone got something for Christmas when they were five and the other person didn't? And it plays out throughout our lifetimes between siblings particularly. Training a mentoree, Jenny White. Learning about pyramiding from Chris and Louise was just a game changer. It really was. Once you get over the fear of just going again, you know, just, okay, righto, let's just put that back in there. Let's just go again. Um, Central, it's, yeah, the rewards at the end are incredible. Economist Jonathan Barrett. You have property prices that have been fueled by this stimulus or this low interest rate environment for such a long time. And, you know, the banks have sort of relaxed their lending. So at the moment, at the moment, more people have a lot more money out in the market at very, very low rates. So they've invested in real estate because that's the one that's been moving. And now things could be on the turn for them. So, so if you are sort of looking or in the market at the moment, you really have to prepare yourself for that tightening of interest rates, which means that um, the amount of money that you have to pay per month will probably start to go higher than what you've actually entered the market into. Talking Trading will be back on air in March 2022. From the Wees, Chris and myself, we hope you have a very Merry Christmas and a much-earned end-of-year post-lockdown break. We'll see you in 2022. As always, if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcast and make sure you give us a big, fat five-star review. You'll also notice that Talking Trading doesn't use sponsors and barely advertisers. This is because Chris Tate and Louise Bedford fund this show from tradinggame.com.au. If you'd like to get Louise's five-part free e-course, register at tradinggame.com.au. So until next week, happy trading. The views represented on Talking Trading are generally nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regards to your own situation.